You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 201. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, everyone. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast. Let's see. It is already fall season. I can't believe it's already here. I have to tell you, fall is definitely my favorite of all seasons. I hope it's your favorite too. The weather is starting to finally cool off here in Austin, Texas, and it is so much nicer to run outside, to be outside, to garden outside when it's not 100 degrees plus humidity out. So I hope some of you are able to enjoy the cooler fall temperatures. If you are on the West Coast, I hope you're safe and I hope that your air quality has gotten somewhat better. I know it's been really hard for a lot of my clients to do any kind of outdoor activity and have even found out that some of the fire smoke has gotten into a lot of the homes as well. So always wishing everyone the best and safety out there on the West Coast. Now today we are going to talk about artificial sweeteners. We've done podcasts before on sugar, how much sugar, how to deal with sugar addiction, all of that. But I still find that so many clients don't realize how many artificial sweeteners are in a lot of the foods that they're eating. And I want you to be able to spot what they are and be able to see the types of foods they might be in with even not even looking at a label. There are lots of signs that'll show you that has artificial chemicals in it. And I also wanna tell you a little bit about what Harvard Health is even saying about what are these chemicals even doing to your body? You know, does it matter? They're FDA approved. We're gonna go into all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health from Consumer Reports newsletter, they are talking about a topic we have in fact talked about before, but it's coming up again and again and again. And so when I start to see certain topics come up over and over, I start to really take note that this is something we have to take seriously, right? So the question that they had is, is deli meat healthy if it's uncured or nitrite free? And the answer is that most cold cuts are processed meats. Eating them regularly, even in small portions, can increase your risk of cancer and has been linked to heart disease and diabetes. The culprits could be added nitrites and nitrates used in processing, and the words uncured and nitrite-free on a label don't necessarily mean the meat is uncured or that no nitrites were added, according to Consumer Reports. The USDA allows these claims to appear on processed meat if it was cured with nitrites derived from celery or other vegetables. In 2019, Consumer Reports testing of uncured and nitrite-free deli meats found nitrite levels similar to those in meats cured with synthetic nitrites. So their advice is to eat little, if any, processed meats. Now, I have to tell you, I have sometimes deli meat. I have turkey sometimes, maybe once a week in a sandwich. I used to make it for my son two to three times a week. 
But now that I am constantly seeing these, these health reports about how bad, even the organic brands that I use, they still have these nitrites in them, they are not healthy, they are being linked to cancer, you really have to limit it. So I would say, you know, once a week, deli meat, max, they're also loaded in sodium. My clients already know that because once they start food logging, I get on them very quickly for their sodium levels and a lot of it comes from processed meats. So it's just something to be conscious of. If you have a lot of deli meat or you feed it to your kids, it might be time to start limiting and swapping that out with other protein sources. Again, just something to think about. All right, back to artificial sweeteners. One of the first things that I look at when I'm checking the label of a food item, and this is for myself, or even if a client sends me a food, they sometimes send me a food in in an email, they'll say, can I eat this? And I always say, send me the ingredients, let me see if they're is any artificial sweetener in it. Or I look at many other things too, but artificial sweeteners is one of the first things I look for because for me, any artificial sweetener means it is a no-go. It is not a you can have it sometimes, I'm gonna only have it once in a while. I literally think that artificial sweeteners are an absolute no-go. Okay, when I say that, I should say, okay, once in a while, you know, uh, everyone knows I used to have a Twizzler or a Red Vines thing. I used to love them. I actually don't anymore. Um, They make me sick now, probably because they have artificial sweeteners in it. So to say to you that I never have any would be a lie. But I almost never do. And I certainly make sure that my, my main food, like healthy food, does not have artificial sweeteners. Now, there are easy ways to find out if these sneaky ingredients are in your foods, and you can even often tell without reading the label. Now this year, Harvard Health did a great article about artificial sweeteners to discuss what they are, are they safe, and what they might be doing to your body or even your kiddo's body. Don't forget, these are things probably your kids might eat too, and you should understand what what these chemicals are doing before you bring them into the house for not just you, but also your family. Now, why do people use artificial sweeteners even in the first place? Like, why are people even looking for these? They basically offer a taste of sweetness without any calories. So people assume that they're the best bet if you're trying to lose weight or you don't even, you just don't wanna gain weight, right? You want something sweet, but you don't wanna gain weight, then you're gonna go for something that has little to no calories. An example would be, that a regular soda has 150 calories and almost all of those calories are from real sugar. The same size diet soda, guess how many calories that has? You probably know, zero. So it seems like, well, that's an easy choice. I'm trying to watch my waistline. I'm gonna choose the thing that has zero calories. Now you might even look at the American Heart Association and American Diabetes Association because they have given the okay to use these artificial sweeteners to help you reduce added sugar in your diet, mostly because less added sugar means less calories, means healthy body weight, means lower risk of heart disease and lower risk of diabetes. So they in fact are looking at it in the sense that lower calories, less weight equals less heart disease, less diabetes. But you have to know, 
because this is really true in all areas of life, my friends. Nothing is free in this world. Am I right? Nothing comes for free. Nothing good, anyway. Nothing good comes easy. Nothing good is free. If it seems too good to be true, it likely is. So all of that being said, I always have to stress one thing. If you do have diabetes or any illness that has led to your doctor saying that you must use artificial sweeteners over sugar, please always follow doctor's orders. Do not say, oh, well, I just listened to Kim's podcast and it said A, B, and C about artificial sweeteners, so I'm not going to take them anymore, or I'm going to take less, or blah, blah, blah. No. If a doctor tells you that you need to take artificial sweeteners over sugar because of your illness, because of anything going on with your body, you need to follow your doctor's orders. Now, is it okay to listen to this podcast and then talk to your doctor and ask them questions about artificial sweeteners? Should you be eating them? Should you lessen the amount? Anything like that? Absolutely. Never be afraid to ask your doctor questions about new information that you find that may pertain to you and something that you're taking, but do not ever change what you're doing if a doctor recommended it. So that I always like to say for sure because most people with diabetes are told to take artificial sweeteners over real sugar, and and that is something that they might have to do, so they're gonna follow doctor's orders. Now, for everyone else, however, if you do not have diabetes or an illness where your doctor has requested that you take artificial sweeteners, how do you know if artificial sweeteners are even in the foods that you're eating? Because I have clients that I, feel like I told them which artificial sweeteners or what to look for, but then they're still eating these foods and I realize they don't know what to look for. So that's another reason that I'm doing the podcast today is I want to help you and everyone and all my clients know what to look for. So the first thing you can do is if you're eating a food and you see that it says it has zero sugar, then you can almost bet that there's artificial sweeteners in this food item. And the reason you can bet that is because if it doesn't have any sugar in it, it is going to taste really, really, really bad unless they put something artificial in it, okay? And if they're really flashy about zero sugar, meaning all over the front of the box, it's like zero sugar, no sugar in this food item. You know, there's definitely that marketing stuff and most people, they grab that one. They're like, great, I can eat as much as I want. This one has no sugar, no calories. No, as soon as it says zero sugar, you can bet that it has an artificial sweetener in it. So just right off the bat, sometimes I look at my client's food logs and they say had a certain drink and I click on it because I want to see how much sugar it had and it says zero sugar. I know without even looking at the label of their food, then it has artificial sweetener. And then I'll always ask them, can you send me the ingredients of this item? Because it is not my goal in Earn That Body when I help clients with their weight loss to just lose weight. It is my goal to educate clients to be the healthiest body they can be because that's when you feel your best. And when you're your healthiest body and you feel your best, you will naturally lose weight over time. But you've gotta do it by eating real food. Artificial sweetener, not real food. We're gonna talk about some of the impacts. So that first thing you can do is just look at the label and see if it says zero sugar. From there, you can now go into the ingredients label and you can look for things like 
saccharin, aspartame, neotame, saccharin, oh, I already said that one, sucralose, or this one, I can't even pronounce it, acesulfame. I have not seen that one. There's actually a couple new ones like acesulfame, which now might show up on your food label. And it's always interesting to me that these companies just start to come up with new words for the ingredient of artificial sweetener that they are creating. So you kind of have to stay up to date with acesulfame and neotame. Those are new ones. Um, But like I said, with the saccharin, with the sucralose, with the aspartame, those are your three biggest ones that you're gonna see on the label. Those are artificial sweeteners, all of which are approved by the FDA, okay? But does that really make it safe? That's something that we're gonna talk about and you have to ask yourself if you feel safe just because the FDA says that it's approved, all right? Now a side note, because you're probably thinking, what about stevia? Stevia is a low calorie sweetener that is considered natural. And I did an entire podcast episode on it. So we're not gonna talk about that one here, but I definitely, if you're a stevia person, recommend you check out episode number 189. Talked all about stevia. Now, what are the concerns with these artificial sweeteners? Because just so you understand, these artificial sweeteners, they are chemicals that are being added to the food. Now, the first thing is, Some people who use artificial sweeteners replace the zero calories that they don't take in with other sources of calories, which just offsets the weight loss or health benefits. So what I mean by that is they have their diet soda and then eat a chocolate cake because they think, well, I didn't have the calories with my soda, so I'm gonna replace them with the offset into this other food item. So a lot of people do that. They have zero calorie on this side and then later they fill those calories with something else because they feel like they have the extra calories now. It's almost like they think, well, the diet soda didn't count, so I can actually eat more on the other end. Another reason you might want to be concerned about these chemicals is because according to Dr. Ludwig, who is an obesity and weight loss specialist at Harvard and Boston Children's Hospital, According to Dr. Ludwig, it's possible that these chemicals actually change the way we taste our food as well. Non-nutritive sweeteners are far more potent than table sugar and even more than high fructose corn syrup. Now, a minuscule amount produces a very sweet taste comparable to that of regular sugar and of course, without all the calories overstimulation of our sugar receptors from frequent use of these hyper intense sweeteners could actually limit tolerance for more complex tastes. And that means people who routinely use and eat artificial sweeteners may start to find less intensely sweet foods like fruit less appealing and unsweet foods like vegetables downright unpalatable. So in other words, the use of these artificial sweeteners can make you stay away from healthy, filling, highly nutritious foods while consuming more artificially flavored foods with less nutritional value. So they think that these super, super sweet chemicals 
are actually changing the way we taste food. And it makes sense because when you eat something that's so, 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 so sweet all the time, everything else just starts to taste bland, right? It's almost like you're becoming immune to regular sweet flavors and you start to need that higher, higher, highest sweet flavor that you're getting from the artificial stuff. So if that means that you're going to be craving more of that and less of the nutritious food like fruit, which just breaks my heart because fruit is so sweet and satisfying, but not to people who have so much artificial sweeteners in their daily life. Now, the third thing is that research suggests that artificial sweeteners may prevent us from associating sweetness with actual caloric intake. And as a result, we may crave more sweets, tend to choose sweet food over nutritious food, and actually gain weight. And that's just like the opposite of why you chose that artificial sweetener in the first point, right? You thought no no sugar, zero calories, weight loss, not weight gain. But that's not what research is showing. Participants in the San Antonio Heart Study who drank more than 21 diet drinks per week were twice as likely to become overweight or obese as people who didn't drink diet soda at all. And perhaps you think, well, no problem. I can just give up these artificial sweeteners with with the blink of an eye. It's not a big deal for me. Well, don't be so sure because animal studies suggest that artificial sweeteners may be highly addictive. In studies of rats who were exposed to cocaine, then given the choice between intravenous cocaine or oral saccharin, they actually chose saccharin over and over and over. So if none of this sounds too good to you, why is it that the FDA says it's safe? Because it starts to like rack my brain sometimes. I'm thinking, okay, all of these things, I just pointed out three really important things as to why you probably wouldn't want to have these artificial chemicals, but the FDA has approved it, right? They're saying it's basically safe. Well, you have to understand that what the FDA has to do is they have to basically prove and rule out things like cancer, And studies leading to FDA approval have ruled out cancer risk for the most part on these artificial sweeteners. However, those studies were done using very small amounts of diet soda that more, I should say, uh, far smaller amounts than the 24 ounces a day consumed by many people who drink diet soda. I'm always amazed. I don't know if you drink diet soda or if you know someone who does, but they don't just drink one. They drink a lot of diet soda every day. And we really don't know what the effect of these large amounts of diet soda and these chemicals will have over many, many years. And there are other health concerns besides just cancer. So they're saying, well, we don't see a cancer risk. In the multi-ethnic study of atherosclerosis, daily consumption of diet drinks was associated with a 36% greater risk of metabolic syndrome and a 67% increased risk for type 2 diabetes. Aren't these diseases that artificial sweeteners are actually created to help? <laughs> right? So they're saying we created artificial sweeteners to help people so that they don't get metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, when in fact, this study is showing that it increases the risk for these things. 
So you really have to do your research here. Just because the FDA says it's approved does not necessarily mean that it is healthy or the right choice to make. So it might lead you right now to think, so what do we do? Do we never eat sugar because sugar is the devil? Or do we never eat artificial sweeteners? Or do we have a little bit of both? Like, what do you do? The answer to me is so simple. And I have done a whole podcast on sugar, so you can go back and check that one out too. But the answer is simple. You always want to stick to foods in their natural state. So an example is something sweet in its natural state is fruit. When you eat a piece of fruit, for one, it's a one ingredient meal, or not meal, but a snack or a food, I guess I should say. A one ingredient snack or food is as real as it can get. If you are eating something that has a paragraph of items and ingredients in it, you know it's been concocted with all different kinds of things. And most of them artificial often if the list is longer and longer and you can barely pronounce the words in the item. But an apple, the ingredients of an apple is an apple. They don't add anything to it, right? Banana, banana, they don't add anything to it. Um, I, of course, prefer you'd get the organic ones so that you don't have other things added, but you know what I'm basically saying. You want to stick to foods in their natural state. Fruit is going to be high in fiber. It's going to have vitamins. It's going to be nutrient dense, and it does, in fact, taste delicious, (laughs) but you sort of have to get off all the artificial sweeteners to get your palate back so that you really can taste how sweet an apple can be. I mean, sometimes, honestly, an apple is like so, so sweet for me, I can't eat the whole apple. But that's why I put peanut butter with it. <laughs> because that's gonna help, it's a great snack. But another another one that I think is really interesting, um, if you've been having artificial sweeteners for a long time and you eat almonds, almonds probably don't taste like anything to you. It's probably just a crunch. But if you are someone who ha- doesn't, eat artificial sweeteners and you really don't eat a lot of sugar processed foods and you eat almonds you can really taste the sweetness and the almond flavor but I find that most people don't even really acknowledge what that sweetness and almond flavor is because their palate is used to something that is so heightened by the artificial stimuli so just Something to note that like even when you're just starting to, you know, come down to a meal, I want you to be a little present and be like, close your eyes for a minute and then see what does the apple taste like? Do you taste how sweet it is? Can you taste the almond sweet flavor? Start to really embrace what the real foods taste like. And then if you do have artificial sweeteners, maybe close your eyes and see if you can taste that difference because one has a chemical that's making it taste that way. And if you get off that for long enough, I'm telling you, the real food will taste just as sweet, if not better. Now, you wanna stay away from or limit the large amounts of concentrated sugar from processed sweets that increase blood glucose levels, your insulin. It creates a lot of inflammation in the body if we do eat too much sugar. And I'm just talking, 
you know, regular sugar, not even artificial sweeteners, but you still want to limit the amount of sugar in your body because again, it will affect blood glucose levels, insulin, inflammation in your body is often created because you are just taking in far too much sugar. It is not a balance in your body and it does create a great risk for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and chronic illness. So if you can stick to the natural state sweets, which is mostly fruit, yes, certain vegetables as well, you know, like a sweet potato is a vegetable, very sweet, you know, put that in the oven and you can really taste the sweetness. Start really embracing the sweet flavors of natural foods. Limit the large amounts of the concentrated sugar. I'm not saying never have processed sweets because as I said, I used to have my red vines. Um, Now I have JoJo's cookies (laughs) from Trader Joe's when I want something like that. Um, But I don't have those things very often and that's where you have to get. You have to find this balance. Try to eat really healthy with the natural state foods during the week and then enjoy the sweet treat on the weekend, one or two. That's totally fine. But it's when you start eating sugar and cookies and cake and ice cream every single day that's when it starts to become a problem. And trust me, get off the fake sugar and onto the real fruit and you will quickly taste delicious, real, satisfying flavor from an actual healthy food. It takes a little time. And honestly, because artificial sweeteners are a little addictive, I would just get rid of all of them as quickly as you can and get them out of the house. So that way, even if you're craving them, you don't have the ability to go in the pantry or the cabinet and grab them if you get that desire, all right? Now, what are some of my favorite snacks that are sweet? So these are some of my go-tos. When I have a sweet tooth or I want that sweet craving, it, it happens to me just like it happens to everybody. And yes, I would sometimes love to grab a Snickers bar, but I'm just, it's not in my nature to really do that. I mean, once in a while, usually if like I haven't eaten in a long time and I didn't prepare myself and I didn't have a snack and I'm on the road, like it could happen that I drive and get a Snickers bar, but we're talking like once a year. Um, But in general, my favorite snacks that are sweet, as I said, one of them already, probably like a couple times a week, I'll have an apple with peanut butter. I like to have the carbohydrate fruit with some kind of protein fat in general. When you do that, it's gonna satiate you a lot more. So having a snack with some sweet flavor, but also some protein fat, feel great afterwards. That's definitely a favorite. Um, Greek yogurt, adding fruit to it, real fruit is another great snack. So you're gonna have Greek yogurt tends to be a little sour, but then you have the real fruit, which makes it a little sweet. So you get a little bit of both. I highly recommend you avoid the flavored yogurts out there because again, it's a lot more added sugar and you're not getting all of the fiber and the vitamins from the actual fruit. So they're gonna say like maybe, oh, strawberry flavored, but it's not gonna have fiber in there from the strawberry, right? It's not gonna have the vitamins in there. Honestly, I don't even know what they flavor it with. Maybe they just mush up bananas or get some kind of, Uh, liquid from them, but you're better off cutting up strawberries and putting the actual strawberry into the yogurt because you are going to get so much more out of the food, out of the snack when you do that. So always go with real, real fruit in the yogurt versus the flavored ones. That goes for your kids too. 
don't buy them tons of flavored yogurts. They're super high in sugar and we don't want too much sugar, right? Another uh, favorite snack I like, a banana with peanut butter. I like to just slice up a banana and I maybe get a tablespoon of peanut butter and I just put a little bit on every bite. That's a great one. Um, some people love to grill pineapple. That really brings out the sweetness. So if you're like, gosh, I'm just dying for something sweet, maybe on a weekend you throw some pineapple on the grill. That can be a great treat. Mango, it's so sweet. I mean, it literally has a ton of sugar in it. So you can't have unlimited mangoes, but you can't tell me that a mango is not sweet. Another favorite fruit of mine is kiwi. I have several a week. Um, these are great sweet foods. You can have them as a snack. They can definitely help any kind of sweet tooth that you might have after dinner. Don't always assume that you have to grab ice cream or a cookie or pie when you have that sweet tooth, all right? But whatever you do, I highly recommend you stay away from all artificial sweeteners. I try to get all of that out of my clients' diets immediately because not only will their body respond better to weight loss, they usually just feel so much better once that is out of their system. Uh, if you knew how many clients come to me with a sugar addiction, slumps in energy in the afternoon, they always have to have all this coffee because they have such a slump in energy, and once we can get their food balanced and we get the artificial sweeteners out of their diet and I get them with that great balance of protein, fat, and carbs and we watch their sugar and their sodium and their fiber, once we get all of that dialed in, which takes about one week for them to really get it, they start to see their sugar cravings diminish so quickly. They start to see that they no longer have those crashes in the afternoon anymore. It's amazing to me how fast the body will respond to real food versus the high sugar or the fake sugar type foods. The body wants to recognize what it's eating. It wants to know what to do and it really just doesn't know what to do with these chemicals that we have created and are adding more and more of them to our foods, unfortunately, today. So how you feel, it's what will give you the answer on what is best for your body. Trust me. Go a week with artificial sweeteners. Go a week without it eating healthy fruit. See which one literally makes you feel better. And I think that that will be your answer as to how much artificial sweetener and how much real sugar or how much real food. All right. So that is everything for today. You better make sure that you are on the newsletter because the newsletter comes out this week, has some really good information for Halloween and some Halloween mistakes you should never make. I'm going to tell you all the mistakes that you should not do this month with, um, or I should say October coming up and Halloween. And I don't want you to make these mistakes because when I used to make these mistakes, it was a big no-no. So don't miss the newsletter. If you're not on it, sign up at earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter. There's also going to be information in there about the new holiday challenge for December. It's going to be a different holiday challenge this year because this is not a typical year. So don't miss out. Get what you need. And of course, if you ever need any help with nutrition or fitness, I am your gal. Email me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com or check out the website, earnthatbody.com. 
and we will make sure to get you set up with a program that fits your exact needs. Hope you have a fantastic week. Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 